Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. In this week's podcast, long-distance relationships, unhelpful housemates, should you buy a tablet for a three-year-old, and what happens when your mother wants you to visit more often. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for three years. We met when I lived abroad and I've since returned to London and he stayed in the city where we met. But thanks to the wonder of cheap flights and working from home, we've made it work. Our relationship is wonderful and I can talk to him about anything and everything. Since I've known him, he has started and stopped numerous jobs or freelance projects and each one has ended with him quitting. He has been unlucky and poorly treated by some people he's worked with, so I know it's not entirely his fault, but I am desperate for him to find a stable job and income so that we can start to plan our life together. I would be willing to make sacrifices in my career and move abroad again if I knew I could rely on his income, but right now this is not a possibility. He does a job he could do anywhere in the world, but there are language barriers that make this harder for him. I feel trapped not knowing how to help him get out of this rut and make progress with his life. I want to be in this relationship, but I'm so unhappy about how stuck we are too. Ah, is there anything I can do to help him or us? Oh, star-crossed long-distance lovers, I feel your pain. This is a tricky one, though. I'm trying not to be reminded here of myself in your letter because when I was much younger, I had a boyfriend in Russia and I was madly in love with him. I spent my year abroad with him and harboured crazy fantasies of this being a long-term relationship. At one point, I even thought I would marry him. We stayed together for about 18 months after my year in Russia, but long distance proved just too difficult because it threw all of our differences into sharp relief. People think that everyday life is tough on relationships, and, and it can be. But it, as you say, it's actually so much more difficult to conduct a relationship when you're not together most of the time. The pressure of these very intense periods when you do see each other is a contrast with the long absences. All that is very difficult to manage and personally I couldn't do it. I'm also actually glossing over the fact that my Russian boyfriend repeatedly gave me nits. But that is another story. Uh, turning back to you, 
I'm trying to read between the lines of what you're saying here as you give quite a lot of information without saying the most important things. How do you actually feel about this person? Are you madly in love with him? How much would you forgive? What sort of life do you want together? Do you want children? How do you both feel about marriage? A lot of what you say here is contradictory. Our relationship is wonderful and I feel trapped. That doesn't make sense to me. So there are two interpretations here. One, the relationship has run its course, but you don't want to admit that to yourself. Or two, the relationship still makes you happy, but you need to make some major changes and figure out whether you both have the same attitude about the future. Until you talk to your boyfriend about his views, you need to know which camp you're in. Do you really want to be in this relationship? You must know in your heart and your gut. Listen to those rather than listening to reason. So even if logically you are worried about his job situation and how you'll face the future together, does that actually bother you emotionally or do you love him enough to not care that much? You need to answer those questions first. Then you will know what you need to ask him. Good luck, but I think you have a lot of soul searching to do for yourself here in order to find out how you really feel before you do or say anything else. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I was dating my housemate's boyfriend's housemate for four months starting in the summer and he broke it off around a month ago. I didn't think he was the love of my life, but just as I was beginning to think it was something serious, he broke it off. I think I would be fine, but my housemate is still constantly in contact with him as his boyfriend lives with my ex. I'm finding it hard to get over him at the moment due to mentions of him in conversation which inform me of what he's up to. And I'm aware that I'm not in the group anymore, but I feel I'm constantly around it. What can I do to help me be okay with the situation? Wow, this is a very complicated collision of housemates. So let me get this straight. Your housemate's boyfriend's housemate. So basically, you went out with a man who is living with your friend's boyfriend, and your friend is a man. So now you've broken up, but your friend, who's your flatmate, still goes around to his boyfriend's where he sees your ex. I get it. but It's not that complicated, I don't think. Well, maybe it is. Anyway, the red herring here is the end of the relationship and your feelings about your ex. I don't think you're really that bothered about all this. I think you're okay, as you say, about the end of this relationship. What worries me, though, is the real thing that's going on here that is not good, and that is your friend, the go-between. You say of your ex, I'm finding it harder to get over him at the moment due to mentions of him in conversation, which inform me of what he's up to. Hmm. Who is the person doing this informing? Your friend, your flatmate, right? Because he goes around to that house and sees your ex and then mentions him. Why does he do this? Perhaps I'm being harsh here, but I can't help feeling that the problem here is not with your ex, it's with your friend. There are various possibilities here. Is he rubbing it in your face that he has a boyfriend and you don't? Does he secretly harbour feelings for his boyfriend's housemate, your ex, and so is being a bit weird? Or is he just extremely tactless and annoying? Aspects of all these may be possible. I'm also worried what you say about the group. Was this a group before you went out with your ex? If it wasn't, then you should just try to revert to how things were before. 
If not, it's difficult because you haven't previously had a platonic relationship with this person. It's hard just to conjure that up out of nowhere to keep a group dynamic going. Let's be practical then. Here's what I think you should do. Be very wary of your friend and perhaps steer clear of him for a while. The best case scenario is that he's a bit tactless. The worst case scenario, and I'm sorry to say this, but I think he may be being a bit of a bitch. Um, If he was a good friend, he would be doing everything possible to make this easier for you. And he's doing the opposite. So I would think about getting a new group of friends. Find a new hobby. Find something extra to do at work. Shift your focus. I'm just saying this for the sake of your sanity, because I would say that this risks turning into a toxic situation, but I think it probably already is a toxic situation. Note that I'm not actually asking you to move out, but I do think that should be at the back of your mind. In short, look after number one. You don't need friends like these. Our next question. Dear Viv, I'm wrestling with whether to get my daughter a Kindle Fire or not. On the one hand, it seems great value. A kid's one is £79 and comes with case, a year worth of age-specific learning apps, cartoons, books, etc. and has a two-year warranty. It would be educational and she's always on the iPad or on our phones anyway. But is there something fundamentally wrong with getting a three-year-old a tablet? Now, I was just about to say you haven't told me your daughter's age and there it was in the last sentence. Is there something fundamentally wrong with getting a three-year-old a tablet? How can I answer this in words of one syllable? Yes, 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 and yes. I'm sorry, maybe I am being a high court judge here and this is the digital equivalent of asking who the Beatles are. And I have just done a comedy gig this week where I referenced Eamon Andrews and Cynthia Payne and a 25-year-old in the audience actually put up their hand and asked me who I was talking about. However... This isn't just about generational differences and times changing. It's about boundaries. I think it's fine for three-year-olds to use tablets and watch TV or whatever. And I'm the first person to park my kids in front of the free childcare we call CBeebies. But there is a big difference between showing them who's in charge of them doing that, i.e. you, and giving them a license to do whatever they want. So this is an easy answer to your question. Don't buy your three-year-old a tablet, but do buy yourself something new and nice and share it and watch it and use it with your three-year-old. And when it is time to put it away, put it away. Uh, By the way, if you're young and wondering who are Eamon Andrews and Cynthia Payne, go Google them. Our last question this week. Dear Viv. My mother complains that I don't spend enough time with her when I visit and gets jealous if I spend time with my father and his wife. How can I avoid yet another argument next time I visit? They live abroad, so I try to split my time between them both, but I always end up getting into a row with my mother in tears. My brothers don't get along with our dad and spend nearly all their time with our mum, which makes me look like a traitor, when really I'm just trying to do the right thing. Any advice? Signed, the youngest in the family. Oh, dear youngest in the family, hello and thanks for writing in. You sound very sweet and you sound like many of the youngest in the family, like the peacemaker here. So be aware that this is a role that you're playing, the peacemaker, and that you've chosen. But as your letter suggests, it's also a role you could change if you wanted to. This isn't easy, though, because there are two problems here. One, your mother gets upset 
and says you don't visit enough. And two, you are the only one who visits your father on a regular basis. It's really important to separate out these two problems in your own mind and know how you feel about them. If others want to continue to blur these problems, then that's up to them. But you need to make peace with your own feelings first. Do you feel okay about how often you visit your mum? Do you feel okay about how often you visit your dad? If your answer to these questions is yes, then I'm going to ask you to do something very difficult indeed. Leave everyone else in your family to their own thoughts, feelings and judgments. If your mum says, you don't visit me enough, you say, I'm really sorry you feel that way, mum. If an argument starts, you walk away. The issue here is that you're getting into a situation where no one can win. I suspect that no matter how often you visited your mum, as long as you were still visiting your dad, she wouldn't think you had visited often enough, even if you moved in with her. So you're all starting pointless arguments here, perhaps because you can't talk about the things that really matter, like how sad you all are that this has all happened in the first place. So if you know in your heart that you're doing the right thing, and I think you do, uh, stick to your guns, stay calm, and don't be drawn into these arguments. Let others be angry and have differing views, but try not to take it personally. I know how hard it is. It's very easy to say these things. It's very difficult to do them. But you have to stay strong and not allow yourself to be browbeaten. You're all adults now. If they want to behave like kids, that's their issue. Don't tell them I said that, by the way. But you can choose how to behave and you can choose to walk away from an argument, even with your mother. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.